Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing the 2020 film, The Rental, directed by Dave Franco, starring Sheila Van, Allison Brie, Jeremy Allen White, Dan Stevens, and Toby Huss. Two couples on an oceanside getaway grow weary that the hosts of their seemingly perfect rental house may be spying on them. Before long, what should have been a celebratory weekend trip turns into something far more sinister. This is Dave Franco's directorial debut, but he's acted in many movies from the Fright Night remake, Nerve, Neighbors, and The Disaster Artist, just to name a few. Sheila Van plays Mina, has been in A Girl Walks at Home Alone at Night, XX, and Holidays, which are both horror movie anthologies. Alison Brie, who plays Michelle, is also married to Dave Franco. She starred in Community, Mad Men, she was in Scream 4, and also voiced Diane on BoJack Horseman on Netflix. Jeremy Allen White plays Josh, and he is known for the, his longtime role playing Lip on the U.S. version of Shameless. Dan Stevens, who plays Charlie, has been Apostle, Downton Abbey, and the FX series Legion. I found this to be a solid cast, and I'm always in favor of familiar faces when it comes to a new horror movie. I'm going to take a quick musical break, and then we'll go into the plot for The Rental. Mina and Charlie are business partners, and they seek out a rental to celebrate a business accomplishment. Mina also dates Charlie's brother, Josh, while Charlie's married to Allison Bree's character, Michelle. The couple set out the next day for their weekend trip. Also against the home's rules, Josh brings his dog, Reggie. On the ride to where they are staying, Mina mentions how strange it is that her rental request was denied, but Charlie's, a white man, was accepted within the next hour. The group arrives to meet Taylor, who comes off condescending to Mina after she asks, You own this place? Which he replies, Why do you say it like that? He gives them a tour and the rules, and then he just speeds off after staring at them through the window. The two couples settle in, and Michelle notices dirt on the bed, only to brush it off. They wander around the home just for Josh to find a door under the deck with a pin padlock. Then the four take a walk along the beach, and Josh admits to Michelle that he's worried that he's not good enough for Mina which uh, Michelle reassures him and comments on how close Charlie and Mina are, saying that they are just business partners and that he needs to be her boyfriend. That night, Mina, Josh, and Charlie all party while Michelle goes to bed early. Josh soon passes out, leaving Mina and Charlie alone. The two get in the hot tub and talk about how they appreciate each other as friends and as business partners. They get closer and they begin to kiss, only to be disturbed by the dog barking. Before going inside, we see from the perspective of an unknown individual in the distance and hear his muffled breath. Mina goes inside to take a shower, only for Charlie to join and, well, I was going to say to enter and join her, but that actually comes off in two ways. Fast forward to the next morning. Charlie and Mina are extremely hungover. Josh and Michelle, I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying Josh, are both ready for their planned hike, but the other two decide to stay home. Once alone, they agree that it can never happen again. Josh and Michelle go on the hike to which he learns of Charlie's, um, she learns of Charlie's past of disloyalty. Meanwhile, back at the house, Mina is taking a shower when she notices something in the shower head, a camera. She calls for Charlie, who then goes back to check the other shower from the night before, confirming that there's a camera there as well. Mina suggests calling the cops, but Charlie says they can't because then Josh and Michelle wouldn't find out. When Michelle and Josh return, she wants to have a party night, but the other three are too worn out, 
so they choose not to partake. Michelle does Molly and calls Taylor, requesting him to come over and fix the hot tub. Meanwhile, Josh discovers that his dog Reggie is missing. Taylor arrives, and then Josh accuses him of stealing his dog, which he denies doing. Then as Taylor's leaving, Mina asks if she can show him something. She leads him to the bathroom and confronts him about the camera. He claims not to know what that is and accuses Mina of playing a game and that he'll call the cops himself. Whenever he goes to call them, she grabs him and the two get into an altercation, which Josh overhears, runs inside, and beats him unconscious. Charlie soon shows up and pulls him off of Taylor. The group leaves the room and freaks out. Michelle says that they have to call an ambulance. Meanwhile, an unseen figure enters the bathroom and places his hand over Taylor's mouth, suffocating him. When the four enter the bathroom, they find that he didn't have a pulse and believe that Josh actually killed him. Michelle then suggests that they have to call the cops and turn Josh in, but Charlie wants to protect his brother and wants them to throw the body off the cliff. Michelle is shocked and wants nothing to do with it and faces the and uh, leaves the three of them to what they're planning to do. Once alone, Michelle hears a shower running. She checks the bathrooms, only to find that there isn't one. Meanwhile, outside, Josh, Charlie, and Mina carry his body to the edge of the cliff. They drop him only for his body to land on a ledge down below. They attempt to drop heavy rocks on him in hopes of knocking off his body, but to no avail. So Josh climbs down and is able to push the body into the water. While all this is happening, Michelle traces the noise to the TV upstairs, which is playing the video of Charlie and Mina in the shower. When Charlie returns to the house, Michelle is driving away and reveals that she knows everything. As she's driving, she loses control of the car and crashes into a nearby tree. She gets out to see that there was a sheet of spikes laid in the road that popped her tires. She goes back into the vehicle, texts Charlie that she's stranded, and through the window we see a figure fastly approaching. Charlie runs down the road and finds her crashed vehicle. Upon searching, he discovers her dead body. The figure quickly runs up, runs up to him and stabs him repeatedly with a knife. Or a hammer, honestly, I can't remember. Back at the house, Josh and Mina have broken into the room under the deck in hopes to find where the camera setup could be. They find boxes with nothing too specific for our view, which Josh makes a comment to Mina whenever she asks what, and he replies, you don't even want to know. So I don't really know what was in the box at that point. Then the two are inside when Josh receives a text from Charlie's phone of him and Mina talking about how it can never happen again. He asks Mina about it, who plays dumb. Then he receives a video message of the two of them in the shower. Josh immediately is enraged and calls out for Charlie. We see him through all the camera angles in the house as he goes from room to room, opening doors and looking for his brother. He opens one door and is struck in the skull with a hammer. Mina comes downstairs to find them and runs back upstairs. The killer follows, but not until, pun not until after puncturing Josh's skull with the backside of the hammer. Mina hides, and the masked killer walks upstairs. She waits until the co coast is clear and then runs downstairs and out the patio doors. The killer attacks her from the side, and they fall down the stairs, which Mina is able to get away and run into the woods with him closely behind her. She hides behind a tree and waits for him to move on. She runs through the fog with no distance in sight until we hear her gasp and a fall. The killer approaches and looks down to the water where Mina seemingly fell off the cliff. He returns to the crash site and grabs the tire spikes. He goes to the house and moves the ceiling tiles above the bed to retrieve the internet router, so that explains why there was dirt on the bed. As well as devices hidden behind like light switches and hidden just all throughout the house for all the cameras to be there. The killer stands in the living room where he is approached by Reggie. He extends, he extends his hand to the pet, which Reggie dodges. Then we see the back of the killer's head as he is touring a new rental 
and after he's left alone, he sets up his cameras throughout the rooms. That's the end of the movie. While the credits roll, we see a compilation of guests staying in different rentals, miscellaneous activities, only for the movie to finish with a guest asleep in a bed, and we see the killer enter the room. Some of my thoughts on the film, I love the score of the film. It added to the slow burn that the movie was. It wasn't full of jump scares, it wasn't too violent throughout, it was very paranoia and su suspicion driven, which I didn't really care for Mina and Charlie's characters. The actors did great, but their characters were just annoying, but I understand like that's the point of the story's conflict. Meanwhile, Josh and Michelle were great, and they both got the short end of the stick. I really liked that the killer's mask and how quick he was on screen. He kind of reminded me of the uh, the Collector from the Collector and Collection movies. Dave Franco has expressed his interest in doing a sequel, so if he did, I'd really like to see a lot more of The Killer. I really enjoyed this movie. I saw it in theaters not long after COVID shut down, and then as soon as it was re released on DVD, I bought it, and it's just exceeded my expectations. Like I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Familiar faces. I just want to go to the movies. I saw this movie, and I was like, wow, I like that a lot. <laughs> I recommend it to friends all the time, which now it's on Netflix, so definitely check it out on there. I give the rental a four and a half out of five. So that pretty much sums up my episode for the rental. Be sure to check out my Instagram and Facebook page for Horrors Home. Also feel free to give me a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It would mean a lot. If there's anything in particular you'd like to hear, shoot me a message on social media. My name's Tyler, and as always, thanks for listening.